the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. What's that? That is critical thinking, friends. And as a warning, you will need a lot of that to fully experience today's episode because I am calling all married folks, single folks, dating, cohabitations. (coughs) Did I say cohabitation? I mean, seriously mingling folks. (laughs) Singles listening for a friend, folks, and in between. (laughs) This episode is for you. So, do listen and take notes because that's what we do here at Choose to Live Free. So what are we talking about today? Let's go. cannot see me but y'all I am always dancing to that intro music okay like dancing if you know me I like to dance 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 okay (laughs) hi friend this is Kate A. Cookadaisy and I want to warmly welcome you to the Choose to Live Free podcast if you have been listening for a while or this is your first time this is what we do here at Choose to Live Free Healing is our choice, and once we embrace that process, as we say here, heal people, heal people. This podcast is me navigating the world of healing, the heart and mind, with you and with important friends I will invite to sit with me and sit with us. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic, godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith work plus healing both mental, psychological, emotional, spiritual, financial, physical, and everything in between, and living it relatable and joy-filled. So welcome. I want to welcome you, especially my first-time listeners. I hope you stay a while. So come on in, okay? Welcome to episode six, and we have been walking this topic of freedom for a while now since we launched the podcast. Today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart as we continue this series on freedom. But we aren't talking about the freedom that the world thinks. We are talking about freedom that Jesus gives us each and every single day. And that leads me to our topic for this episode married and free. When you clicked this episode, what were you thinking? I mean, it's been all over, right? You're kind of thinking married and free. What do you mean by that? Let me tell you this. I recently watched a YouTube video of this super, super, super mega, mega, mega YouTuber. And I kept hearing something that this YouTuber kept saying about freedom and freedom and freedom, which has to do with marriage. And I thought, you know what? You can actually be married and free. And so today's topic is just about that. So you need to pull up a chair and get comfy 
And if you're driving or walking around like I do when I listen to my favorite podcasts, then you have to find a way to make yourself listen attentively because yes, you can be married and free. And as you know, this Choose to Live Free podcast, we approach topics from an analytical, critical mindset, but also we want to make sure that it's coming from the word of God. So I asked my husband, hey, babe. Do you think a husband and wife can be married and free? (laughs) This man paused, y'all. I was expecting an immediate, yes, they can be married and free. But he paused and had this reflective moment and then responded, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) That pause was him thinking about the other freedom, you know, that freedom to move about, go anywhere you want do what you want, be with whoever you want, come home at whatever time you want, do the essential to present to society that you have a husband or wife, yet there are all these issues buried deep within the marriage, the secrets, the scheming, the excuses, the dishonesty, the unfaithfulness, all of that, right? And it sits within the marriage walls, camouflaged by being happy. So when he paused, he was thinking about that freedom, the freedom to do whatever you want that you were doing before you got married. And now that you're getting married, you feel like you are selling your freedom or your freedom is being taken away from you. Well, I will say you're right, you know, because that type of freedom is also essential to be able to feel like you're getting married. And then at the end of the day, your your freedom is going to be intact and all that. Well, I, I don't know. I'm sure my married folks are listening like, uh, whoever has that dream that they're going to be married and still free in that way is kidding themselves. Well, I'm not talking about the worldly freedom here. I'm not talking about the freedom to do whatever you want and all that, because if you are indeed a child of God and God is the center of your marriage, you do know that he comes with some principles. He comes with some boundaries. He comes with some protections and you can't really do anything that you want in marriage and still believe that you're going to have that fruitful marriage without boundaries, without guidance, without principles. You need principles, you need guidance, you need boundaries, you need healthy ways of communicating, you need all these things. And so I'm not talking about the worldly freedom, I'm really talking about how you truly, truly are the essence of yourself in your marriage. We have people out there who have been married for so long and they have lost themselves in the marriage. They don't know who they are five years later, 10 years later, 20 years later, and it's kind of like, my identity identity is wrapped up in my husband or my wife, my children, my career, the fact that I am a soccer mom, the fact that I do this without these things. I don't know who I am. That's what I'm talking about. The fact that you get to be married and still know who you truly are, the authentic godly self that you present to your husband, to your wife every single day. So let me ask you a question. How would you like to be truly free and still enjoy a blissful marriage? Like I mentioned, you need to put your critical thinking hat on in order to be able to process all of this today. Like right now, put on that critical thinking hat on like one, two, three. Is it on yet? Do you have it on? Okay, let's go.
<laughs> How would you like to truly be free and still enjoy a blissful marriage? Enjoying a blissful partnership with someone whom you have professed to love dearly? I sat across from a client recently as she narrated life's happenings and stresses and then she said these words, I got married, had children, I don't know who I am anymore. That is it y'all. If you are married in any committed relationship with someone, you probably know this client's sentiment. It is not easy. Marriage is not easy. But what do I mean by that? You've heard it said so many times that marriage is not easy. <laughs> I've been married 13 years, going on 14 years. And guess what? It's not easy, but it does get easy with the right ingredients. Okay? So, that's what I used to tell myself at the early part of my marriage. The marriage is not easy and I'm whining and complaining and all that. And it was not easy up until about year seven when my personal heart transformation journey started. And when I truly found my identity, everything in my life shifted. If you are part of any society, you've lived life with some cultural influences, y'all. That cultural influences can make us and they can break us. And sometimes these cultural influences have overshadowed the kingdom with a capital K, the kingdom influence of the Most High God. We have become religion instead of diligently observing healthy spiritual practices that help us be in relationship with God. We have been consumed by the idea of perfectionism in relationships and we are reaching for unrealistic relationship goals set by someone you don't even know when you should be looking to your partner and both of you looking to God for whatever the relationship goal should be for your relationship. We have exchanged the principles of faithfulness, commitment, loyalty, respect for someone we have professed to love and protect for principles such as power, control, selfishness, me, me, me. It's all about me. It's about my feelings and how I feel. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. You want to be married, but then you want to do you. Oh my God, honey, that is not marriage. That is power tripping. If you get into marriage with the idea of that individual satisfying only your needs without you reciprocating that process, then you're selfish. And that is the start of a disastrous union. Yep. We have exchanged the power of experiencing true love and friendship in marriage for the counterfeit of unconditional uh, for the for the counterfeit of conditioned love give and take is what it is and so the so so that other person is not doing for you and so you aren't doing for them hey this is serious then who is going to do for who first the beginning stages of marriage i should say is definitely an adjustment period as I reflect back on my marriage, that's what I see adjusting to someone else being a part of my life and being a part of theirs. You are two individuals coming together to create something beautiful. 
Did you catch that? Create something beautiful. Most of us get into marriage without a vision. And then years later, we realize we need one. (laughs) This is the backwards thinking, right? You need a vision as part of your premarital counseling and all that. You need to be able to talk about the vision for your marriage, not only just how many kids you want or how many times you're going to have sex. That's all great. But you need to talk about the real stuff. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of vision. You need vision. Listen, all married folks out there in a relationship, stop whatever you're doing. Pause this episode if you must and get a pen and paper and go on a date night. Go sit somewhere with your spouse and write down what you think the vision for your marriage is or should be. Are you even able to imagine what that is as you're listening to me right now? Guess what? Before the couple's vision for the marriage, here's my question for you. You know you have to answer this question for yourself. As an individual in this union, in your marriage, what is your purpose in life? Uh Uh-huh. Do you see where this topic is headed? You want to be married and enjoy freedom in your marriage. Well, if you don't know who you are, how can you present yourself authentically to the other person and feel, know that he or she accepts you for who you are and isn't trying to change you or even not change you? You want to be married and enjoy freedom in your marriage. If you don't know what you are purposed to do in life and be in life, how can you create space for someone else to be themselves? Because it's all about you and what you want and you get married and all of a sudden, this person next to you also wants to shine and do their thing and now you have to find balance and you have to create space. You want to be married and enjoy freedom in your marriage, yet you are so dead to religion cultural dictates more than the word of God. Like the culture tells you what to do and you do it. Tradition tells you what to do and you do it. The word of God tells you what to do and you're struggling with it. Like your logical mind is still trying to figure out, God, are you really telling me to, to forgive my spouse now? Like, are you really telling me to do this? But if like the culture tells you to do something, you will jump up and do it immediately. Mm -hmm. And so Most of us in our marriages, you know, we are walking around tired, looking for things that fulfills us when all along the best thing that can fulfill you is right next to you. Deep within, you lack a deep connection, intimacy with this person that you call your partner, your spouse, your husband, your wife. You want to be married and enjoy freedom in your marriage. It comes at a cost. Uh Uh-huh. Have you listened to the previous episodes on freedom? If you didn't, then go back because freedom, you are exchanging something for something. Freedom in marriage starts with you. Yes, you, not other person. You. Some of you got into your marriages by being forced into it due to family pressures to get married. By the way, I pray that these pressures have ceased or died down because You truly want to find the person that is for you. Even if you make a mistake along the way, that autonomy, that right to choose is so beautiful and so freeing. 
but that is the cultural pressures that we live under sometimes and so you have to cope with that right some of you got into your marriages on your own free will which is great but did you know who you were before you got into the marriage are you still looking or searching for who you are mm-hmm some of you got into marriage knowing exactly who you are. You had your path clear, you knew what you wanted, and you found your partner to do life with, and you are all set. Yes, wanna be like you. <laughs> Yet, you're struggling with P and C. What do I mean by that? Power and control. Mm -hmm. P and C are in all relationships. And when we feel like our personal autonomy to be who God has called us to be isn't valued, appreciated, accepted, embraced, and allowed to exist in the same space as the other person, then starts the problem. If that person is not really accepting you for who you are because of anything that you present, then comes power and control. Married and free is one of the things that God has given us when you read Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. And we know this famous verse which says we are to leave and cleave. When two people join in marriage, each of you are essentially leaving behind the practices, power, control of your respective households and are to create your own kind of beautiful marriage in your union. Not what mom and dad are saying, not what religion is saying, not what culture is saying, what the relationship between the two of you and God is and what God has ordained in your marriage. Leaving. This means the ideas that you heard or had about marriage. You need to put them on the table and negotiate with your partner what you are willing to create together leaving that's what it is you have to put it all out on the table and say here from my childhood this is what it was this is my family of origin this is what we did and tell me about your family what did you do do we want to carry the tradition forward how do we want to do it leaving you have to leave them and create new things together all right cleaving is you and your partner having a vision for your marriage and that starts by you discussing your desires and hopes and dreams as individuals and seeing how you can marry that vision in your marriage. This can mean our vision is to be a home where laughter and joy is always flowing to other people. Oh yes, let me pause here. A good vision always has a connection to others and not self. Should I repeat that? A good vision always has a connection to others and not self. Think about the phone you're holding right now. Could be Android, it could be Apple. Think about the places that you've eaten and all that. The vision pointed outwards, right? Not inward. Yeah. All right. Cleaving is you and your partner knowing that the experiences that you both have from your families of origin or the families that you grew up in you are presenting those experiences in your marriage every day in the form of the thoughts that you have, the beliefs that you have, the behaviors that you present, the actions that you take, the words that you speak, the habits that you form, and the routines that you, you walk through. All those things are all experiences, whether good or bad, 
And sometimes in order for you to fully cleave, you have to resolve those issues. And so today we have people walking around as adults with a lot of unresolved issues and they take that into marriages and relationships. This is the crux of our marriage and relational problems, you know. We are all in relationship with people who have unresolved childhood mysteries. <laughs> Let my husband tell you all how I was the first seven years of our marriage. Oof. That man has patience, y'all. That man has patience, yep. Leaving and cleaving is having healthy boundaries for how you both entertain extended family members. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and allow their influences into your home. I know my African friends and family members and people who are listening from all over the world. By the way, I forgot to share this with y'all. Number five, spiritual podcast on Apple playing in Africa. I got the email this morning. I was like, oh, number five, y'all. Thank you for rating. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for doing all that. And I think in the United States, it was number 15. Thank you again for sharing. Thank you for rating. And I hope that you continue to listen. All right. Okay. So I'll, I'll take some time and really, really share about some of the feedback that I'm getting, but let's go back to our topic. So leaving and cleaving is having a healthy boundary for how you both entertain extended family members and allow their influences into your home. <sighs> Let me speak to my African listeners, my Ghanaian listeners, my Nigerian listeners. Yes. If you are a believer and you believe in God's word, but your extended family has more influence on you and in your marriage than your partner. What in Jesus' name are you thinking and doing? It's the two of you partnership. Yes, the family is all married up, but who you go to sleep at night with, who you talk to and all those things. You are the two of you making decisions, building a home, building your nuclear family leave and cleave and i can go into this topic for so long about extended family influences and all that we have people come into clinics and seeing us because people don't know how to build boundaries and deal with family members who are infiltrating into their marriages and that extends to friends and so on and so forth yes leave and cleave Cleaving is you and your partner against the world. By the way, this is my favorite. Just envision you and your partner's backs touching as you become warriors, fighting off those external intruders encroaching against your marriage. Your spouse is not the enemy until they give you a reason to, such as they are abusing you emotionally, financially, sexually, physically, psychologically, disrespecting your human existence here and there, in private, in front of others, and all in the name of tradition, culture, religion. Listen here, that is an unhealthy relationship and you need to seek help, okay? So you being the partnership that you are 
with your backs against each other, fighting the world to protect your union is key, but you do not fight each other. If you start fighting each other, assess and ask yourself, what is going on here? And where is God in the midst of this union? If you are being abused, seek help. That is not, and I repeat, that is not the type of cleaving God has ordained. That is man-made cleaving full of power and control. Remember what I said about the cost of freedom? Someone or something will always be at play. A healthy union should be you and your partner against the world, not against each other. Anytime you find yourselves against each other, it is time to assess and evaluate what is happening and if the Holy Spirit is there or he has vamoosed. (laughs) And maybe that is a good time for you to talk to someone, a counselor, a therapist, a partner, a pastor, and so on. So, dear friend, if you go to someone for relational help, relationship help, and they encourage you to simply pray and remain broken or remain in an unhealthy, abusive relationship, just know this. God has not created in you a spirit of timidity or fear, but he has created in you love, power, and self-discipline or self-control. So get up and get help and get away from that abuse, from that unhealthy relational patterns. It is causing you headaches. It is giving you stress. It is not making you be the best version of yourself. You have the power to seek that second opinion and know what God is asking you to do in your marriage, in your relationship. By the way, love is a powerful drug that can heal, but it can also destroy, period. The best way I can encourage anyone listening now, if you are in a relationship and you are not being your true, godly, authentic self is this. You need to know who you are. You need to know whose you are. You need to know your purpose in life and you need to know where you are going in life as an individual and as a married couple. As a married couple, ask yourself, who are we in this marriage? Where are we going in this marriage? What is our purpose in this marriage? And whose are we in this marriage? You need to apply these principles to your marriage. This, my friend, is basically your identity search. Your quest to be married and free is basically you asking, can I truly be who God wants me to become while in this relationship? The key word being become while in this relationship. If the answer is yes, then I am celebrating for you. Oh my gosh, I am celebrating with you because this means you have done the work and you have assessed your situation with your partner and you believe he or she will support your growth in being who God wants you to become. If your answer is no, then there is some work to be done here and the bottom line is there are some power and control issues at play. 
I am sensitive to this PNC, power and control, because unhealthy power and control brews a lot of issues in relationships where one person is suppressing the other's autonomy in Christ by exerting theirs onto them. This looks like a wife or a, demand, a wife demanding to know who the husband is hanging out with at all times. Yeesh. <laughs> and uh, why he stayed out late or even how he ought to care for the children because as wives, we know that we know how to take care of the children best, right? Mm -hmm. So the husband can't do that without you telling them do this and do that and do it this way and do it that way power and control. This also will look like a husband doing the obvious, which is beating the wife or hitting the wife, controlling how she spends money, who she sees, how long she stays out, and so on and so forth. I can talk about this for hours, but that's a topic for another day, not today, okay? I can talk about this foolishness, but not today, next time. Do you see where being married and free truly starts? It starts with you and God before it becomes us and God. <sighs> when my heart transformation started, I really just was searching to know who I was, who I was um, as myself, not who I was attached to someone else. And until I got my heart right with God, until I truly knew who I was as Kate, I couldn't and didn't know how to be Kate plus James or Kate plus kids or even Kate plus other roles that I had in my life. Some of us are now living married and free and some of us are still searching for that freedom in your marriage. I want you to start where you already know you should start. For example, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Are you your authentic godly self in your marriage? This means, am I married and truly being authentic, godly self? This authentic, godly self doesn't feel the need to be put, to put themselves above others, but rather it is confident in being in the same space as others, loving others, forgiving others, while being happy with who they are inside and out. Your godly, authentic self isn't competing or searching for something in your marriage, but rather remains content in the strides of the Holy Spirit's directions for your marriage. Do you know who you are becoming and your purpose in life in your marriage? Do you have a vision for your marriage and are the two of you walking the path towards this vision? What are some of the things you do as a union to remain as against the world? As you know, these are questions that truly, if you sat in front of a coach, you sat in front of a therapist like me, you sat in front of anyone who is helping you grow, they will ask you and you get to do it for free. So marriage, union of two people is the closest relationship you have next to God. It is a daily ongoing relating and dating filled with wonder that needs to be discovered, not filled with aimless wandering. <laughs> you see that difference? 
One is it's filled with wonder, W-O-N-D-E-R. You are always looking forward to what is going to be mysterious and what you're going to discover and uncover about your partner. You're mm, all in, not W-A-N-D-E-R. You're always looking somewhere aimlessly, like looking, looking, fishing, fishing, fishing. Yep. Married and free is you being your authentic, godly self. You are welcomed. You are accepted. You are embraced by the other person with so much sense of security and autonomy to be who you are becoming while you also create space for your partner to do the same and become who God is calling them to be. And in there, my friends, in there is a mutual love and respect of us against the world. Yep, it is possible. Being married and free is possible. But you need to also make sure that you're allowing God to do the covering and not you doing the covering or hovering for yourself. Let God do the covering not you doing the hovering. Again, going back to P and C. As always, here are your three thoughts, three words, and three actions for today. Three thoughts. The first one, a healthy marriage relationship should have mutual respect and love for one another, where you are each other's greatest cheerleaders, not greatest frenemies. <laughs> Being married and free starts with you and God, knowing what your authentic godly self is and who God is asking you to become in your marriage. Unhealthy patterns of power and control in your emotional, mental, physical, sexual, financial, spiritual, social well-being should be addressed. Don't think that is love. If you really want to understand what love is in the eyes of God, read 1 Corinthians 13 for yourself. Read 1 John for yourself. Don't read culture, traditions, and societal norms for what love is. Read the word of God. Here are your three words. Can you guess what they are? Authenticity, power, and control. I know that's two words, but it's one. Leave and cleave, I know that is two words, but they so go together. And then I threw in a bonus in there, vision, okay? Here are your three actions for today. Connect with me, connect with me, connect with me. Subscribe, like, share, comment, follow. Do all the needful. Do all the things that you can do to promote this uh, podcast for me, to help us grow the ministry, all those things. Also, I want you to do the work by answering the questions I posed about you and your marriage. It will be good for you. And if you're married, work on a vision. If you are not married, work on your readiness for when you do. You want to know your purpose. You want to know who you want to become and what God is asking you to do. You want to do all those things now. Lastly, we at I Am Free Woman Ministries, we are hosting several events in October. One October 1st and the other one is October 29th in Atlanta. If you want more details, do go to IamFreeWoman.com org or go to chiefjoyactivator.com for more details. And by the way, 
I hope you are joining me next time because we will be talking about a topic that is oh so dear to my heart. Like all these topics are great, but I get to do it in a way that is educational, in a way that is fun. And I hope that as you're listening, you're also inviting others to do the same. So you can follow me on Chief Joy Activator on Instagram. I am Free Woman Ministries. You can go to our website for more information, for more details about the events that we are hosting. Okay. That was so good. I mean, I think I have covered so much when it comes to being married and free. And the nugget here is simple. In order to become married and free, you have to know who you are in your marriage and you have to have the partner that supports you, that wants you to become the fullness of who God is asking you to become. That is married and free. Everything else that comes around it is great. The boundaries, the things that you guys put in place, the principles. Go back to those principles and apply those principles that you know. The respect, the love, the boundaries are so important. So, so, so important. And being there for each other and listening to each other and being a team member. All those are important. So I'm not going to talk a whole lot about marriage because we are going to touch on marriage again and again and again, y'all. So get ready. Today, I just wanted to focus on being married and free and what you can do to kickstart that process. Okay. All right. So I am walking away with so many nuggets for me to continue to be my authentic self in my marriage. And I hope you can continue to do the same. Friends, let's choose to be free. Let's choose to stay free. Let's choose to live free because being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God is all the freedom you need. This is Christ. This is this is Kate. You, I said this is Christ. Can you all believe that? I, I, this is Kate. I am not perfect and I am not going to record this again because I have spoken quite a bit. <laughs> So this is what you get, okay? This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, heal people, heal people. So go out there and heal someone today. And I want you to do what? I want you to choose to live free every single day. I love you. Bye.